Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Russia is known for its vodka, Belgium for its beer, and France for its wine. But which country in the world has the highest average consumption of alcohol? Where does the average adult drink the most? You'll be very surprised by the list. This and much, much more coming right up. And just before we get into the video, if you want to get access to a free video training showing you how to control your drinking using first principles thinking, make sure to click the link in the description. I'll be breaking down some of the major mistakes that people make when they try to stop drinking, as well as the two phases of becoming sober clear. So if you want to get access to that video training, make sure to click the link in the description. You guys will love that one. And now back to the video. So at its core, this YouTube channel really focuses on the individual drinker. It focuses on you, how you can reframe the way that you view alcohol and change your relationship with the drug. Now, that being said, sometimes it's helpful to step back a bit, to look at the big picture, at all of the aggregated data, see what happens at a national or even a global level. So which countries have the heaviest drinking populations? How did they get there? And how are their public health authorities responding to the problem? Now, before we get into the top five heaviest drinking countries, it's good to have a point of reference. To see what's at the extreme, we first need to know the average, the standard against which we are comparing. And that is the average annual global consumption. How many liters of pure alcohol the average adult drinks in a year? And I'm talking pure alcohol. For example, a one liter bottle of wine with a strength of 12% has 0.12 liters of pure alcohol. So across the world, the average adult drinks 6.4 liters of pure alcohol per year. This is the equivalent of roughly 50 bottles of wine a year. So now we can look at the top five heaviest drinking countries in the world brought to you by the World Bank. Kicking things off at number five, we have the tiny nation of Luxembourg. Luxembourg is one of the smallest and at the same time, one of the wealthiest sovereign states in Europe. According to data from the International Monetary Fund, it's actually the second wealthiest country in the world with a per capita GDP of roughly $80,000. Yet in spite of all of this prosperity, the average citizen of Luxembourg drinks 12.9 liters of pure alcohol a year, nearly double the global average. The country produces its own wine and beer, as well as some well-known liquors. According to data published in the Luxembourg Times, alcoholic drinks, tobacco, and illegal drugs account for a whopping 8.3% of the average household's expenses. This actually places Luxembourg at number one on the EU list. The country is also third in the list of countries where people have at least one, quote, heavy episodic drinking a month. That's a nice way of saying getting drunk. 34% of Luxembourgers get drunk at least once a month, which is just behind Denmark's 38% and Romania's 35%. Interestingly, the Mediterranean European countries of Greece Spain, Italy, and Cyprus are at the bottom of the list, with only 4-6% of people getting heavily drunk at least once a month. What do you guys make of this massive difference? Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Now at number 4, we have Lithuania. 
Now, I've yet to go to Lithuania myself, but I've heard that it's a country where the people are about as friendly as you can get, the towns are extremely beautiful, and the scenery is stunning. And I've heard great things about Vilnius as well. But it's not all roses. And one of the problems is in its drinking patterns. At 13.2 litres of pure alcohol per year, Lithuania just beats Luxembourg to our number four spot. Aside from the mass-produced and imported beers, wine and spirits, there are dozens of local breweries producing every kind of beer and ale that you can imagine. Now, as you'd expect, alcoholism and alcohol-related diseases are a massive issue. And as is always the case, men are more affected. Men in Lithuania die from alcohol-related diseases at three and a half times the rate of females. And the age bracket that suffers the most is between 45 to 49. Until a few years ago, Lithuania was part of the Soviet Union before we gaining their independence in 1991. As such, the Lithuanians were part of the largest anti-drinking campaign in modern history, launched by Michael Gorbachev in the latter half of the 1980s. At the time, alcoholism in the Soviet Union had reached absolutely epidemic proportions. Living standards were abysmal, people were unhappy, and in many parts of the country, there didn't seem much to do other than to drink. Now, because of all of the drinking, life expectancy fell, absenteeism in the workplace skyrocketed and the economy suffered. Some experts estimated the cost of alcohol at 10% of the entire economy. In response, Gorbachev launched a massive campaign. He slashed production, raised prices, shut down thousands of liquor shops, reduced their selling hours, and, and even banned restaurants from selling liquor. As a result, sugar soon disappeared from the shelves. You see, the Lithuanians, along with other Soviets, soon turned to moonshine production. And sugar is an essential ingredient for moonshine. Going too hard, too fast was a mistake that Gorbachev admitted to in a 2015 interview. I quote, We should not have shut down trade, provoking moonshine production. Everything should have been done gradually, not by putting an axe to the head. This is a lesson that the current Lithuanian government seems to have taken to heart. Current anti-drinking measures are relatively mild. They include a minimum drinking age of 20 and the supermarkets not selling booze after 8 o'clock at night. A recent opposition attempt to lower the drinking age and extend selling hours was just defeated in parliament. Rejected. At 14.4 litres of alcohol a year, the Czechs on average drink well over twice as much as the rest of the world. According to the Czech National Office of Statistics, the average adult consumes 292 beers a year. On top of that, they also consume 100 glasses of wine and 175 shots of spirits. A 2020 survey funded by the Ministry of Health gave some very alarming results. The survey found that alcohol is culturally accepted to such a degree that even pregnant women drink. According to a statement by the director of the Department of Drugs Policy, quote, every third person thinks that drinking small amounts of alcohol during pregnancy is okay. It is not this must be clear. In response, the Ministry of Health proposed several measures, including restricting alcohol ads on TV between 10pm and 6am, as well as increasing the tax on alcohol. Now, after kicking off our top five with three European countries in a row, we find Uganda at the number two spot. At 15.1 litres a year, Uganda is a bit of an outlier in the region. Neighbouring countries like Kenya and the Congo drink only two to three litres a year. In all fairness though, Tanzania is not far off at 11 litres per year. Now, the reason for these huge disparities are not clear. But to give you an idea of how bad things can be, in 2019, the Ugandan government made international headlines when they banned the sale of alcohol in sachets. Yep, you heard that right. Alcohol in sachets. At 40 to 45% strength, 
These small sachets are called rogi. They're typically 100 milliliters in volume, and up until two years ago, a Ugandan could pick them up for 13 cents apiece. Though they were only banned two years ago, this was the result of a battle that certain politicians had been waging for years. Already in 2013, a Ugandan MP by the name of Odongo Otto was pushing hard to pass the law of banning the sale of sachets. Let's see what he had to say. Teachers go to school riding bicycles with sackets in the pocket. Young children are actually even drinking sackets because it is easily portable. As for the men out there, you will want to listen to this carefully. The men are now not men. Men are failing to perform their conjugal duties in their families because their entire energy is taken up by this alcohol in sockets. So my hope is that within three or four months, this bill will become law and we have sanity returning into Uganda. Now, hopefully, with the new legislation in force, things will improve. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the number one spot goes to the Seychelles. The tiny island nation off the east coast of Africa is made up of 115 small islands and has a population of barely 100,000 people. And it boasts one of the most stunning natural landscapes in the world. Prior to the coronavirus, tourism accounted for roughly 40% of the country's GDP. Now, you would think that living in such a tropical paradise would make for some of the happiest people in the world with the least motivation to drink. Sadly, that is case. At 20.5 litres of pure alcohol per year, the Seychelles are by far the heaviest drinking country on the planet. They easily beat Uganda by a margin of 35%. A 1999 study of the islanders' drinking patterns reported that 51% of men were regular drinkers. Interestingly, this compared to only 6% for women. Over half the alcohol consumed was in the form of home brews, particularly palm wine and fermented sugar cane juice. People from higher economic strata were more likely to drink commercially marketed drinks, whereas those lowest preferred home brews. In response to all this boozing, the government has drafted their national alcohol policy. Compared to some of the other policies that we've seen in today's video, this one is relatively mild. It focuses more on education and rehabilitation rather than prohibition. Now, ladies and gents, as we wrap things up, I just want to clarify that average annual consumption and alcoholism are two very different things. So the fact that Seychelles has the highest average drinking volume in the world does not mean that it leads the world in terms of alcoholism and alcohol-related deaths. Interestingly, Seychelles is not even in the top 20 countries in that regard. According to data from the World Health Organization, the country with the highest rate of, quote, alcohol use disorder is Hungary. The WHO estimates that a whopping 37% of men suffer from alcohol use disorder and 16% are fully dependent on it. After Hungary, Russia is number two and the US is at number seven. And lastly, what about the country with the lowest rates of alcohol consumption? Now, I'm obviously not going to mention countries that have outlawed alcohol for religious reasons, but one of the countries with the lowest consumption levels where drinking is both perfectly legal and be socially acceptable is Singapore. Prices aren't cheap by any measure, but they're not crazy either. Certainly nothing compared to some Scandinavian countries that have much higher drinking rates. Restrictions on selling and drinking are also very mild, with supermarkets not selling alcohol after 10.30 at night. You're also not allowed to drink in the public outdoor spaces after 10.30, and that's about it. It does make you wonder what this tiny little nation does that allows them to do so well in this regard. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.